welcome to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor. I've gone from career burnout to taking multiple career breaks, scoring several remote jobs, and even starting my own business while traveling to over 80 countries. The one thing that held me back from starting sooner is that I didn't believe it was possible for me. I wasn't aware that travel could become part of my lifestyle. Through this podcast, I'm so excited to share with you the travel possibilities that are out there for you. In season one, we're talking all about career breaks. Let's get started. Today's interview episode is a unique one. I often hear people are nervous about a gap on their resume and that they use that as an excuse to not take a break or pursue a passion or go after their dreams. So I decided to bring on my former manager, Carl, the man who hired me after my first career break. I hope this episode brings a unique view from a hiring manager's perspective. So here's the episode to hear all about what Carl thinks about resume gaps and travel experience as it relates to building a career. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Travel Possibilities podcast. I'm your host, Callie O'Connor, and I'm so excited to bring to you today's guest. This is a little bit different than the interviews we've been having previously. And I have my former manager, Carl Kronstedt here, and he is actually the person who I started working for after my first career break. So I thought it would be very interesting to bring him on and get his perspective as a hiring manager on uh, resume gaps and career breaks and all of that. So Carl, thank you so much for being here. I'm really honored to have you. (laughs) It's great talking to you again, Kelly. Thanks. So Um, We will just dive right in. Carl, do you want to just give everyone a brief intro of yourself and your background so that they can get to know you a little bit better? Yeah, sure. So I'm Carl. I'm from Sweden and um, I've had an international career for the last 20 years, um, ranging through different countries like uh, Russia, uh, London, in the UK, I've uh, been in Switzerland and now, now recently five years in Boston. And that's where, where I, we had the opportunity to work together. Yeah. And I've been working with uh, different industries and uh, uh, had a, really enjoyed uh, working in different environments and cultures and, and so forth. Perfect. Awesome. And, and most so- recently, I was managing the, uh, the language uh, school operation for EF international language campuses uh, in North America. Yes, and that's where we work together. So awesome, great interest, thank you. And so just to dive right in, as a hiring manager, very generally speaking, what are some qualities that you look for in any candidate that you're looking to bring onto your team? Well, I'm looking for passion. Um, I'm looking for passion for uh, the job and passion outside the the job. Um, I'm also looking for um, proof of past achievements. Um, It could be uh, education. Uh, It could be something else as well. But something that shows me and gives me confidence that this person is somebody who can do something and follow through. And... uh, yeah, I think those are the two main things I'm looking for in a, in a job, awesome. uh, in a hiring situation. Yeah. 
Great. And like, as you said, those things don't necessarily need to be from previous jobs. Those are all things that can happen in life. So that's awesome. Of course. Yeah, no, definitely. And of course, I'm also looking for job specific skills. You know, if I'm uh, recruiting somebody who's going to manage uh, a large team, I'd like them to have some uh, prior knowledge before putting somebody into that position. Uh, if you're going to have somebody to do I don't know, code or do marketing, you know, of course, there's there's specific job specific skills that, that are important as well. Absolutely. Great. And then are there any red flags that you tend to look for? Or have you experienced anything that you're like, oh, when I see that, that's usually a no go, either on a resume or in an interview situation? Um, not so much on the resumes, I would say. Um, of course, if there's um, something strange in the resume I would follow up on it but it's more in the interview situation if there's a lack of motivation uh, if somebody's uh, giving a lot of maybe excuses for how they can work and can't work I mean I'm looking for flexibility I'm looking for interest um, as well as of course um, uh, personal traits and uh, how they are as a person which is hard to see in a resume sometimes. Definitely. So yeah, resumes get you through the door, but the interview is really an opportunity to shine or shoot yourself in the foot, I guess. So you've hired for some pretty exciting roles actually, and they tend to garner a lot of applicants. So what sort of things have you seen in the past that really stand out to you in a candidate? Um, I mean, there's, of course, I think there's, I think it's great when you see somebody who's done something outside of the ordinary, you know, when somebody has had a interesting travel experience like yourself, or I remember when we were recruiting for your role, there was another candidate who had um, uh, organized a Quidditch tournament uh, among universities. And, and that's kind of like, you know, interesting uh, experience and, and, special interest that uh, kind of grabs your attention as well. So, um, you know, sometimes it's good to do something, especially in those interview situations where you have hundreds of applicants and uh, you're looking for something uh, very, very special. Yeah, that's awesome. And special, like Quidditch is super special, but it also shows those skills of organization and planning and management and stuff like that. So that's a very cool example. Yeah. No, definitely. In this case, um, there were hundreds of applicants and this particular person wasn't um, chosen. uh, But of course, uh, it grabbed my attention. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Awesome. So well, of all the people I talk about that are like, I would love to quit my job to travel, but I'm really worried about a gap in my resume. And that's like a buzzword gap in my resume. So when I was Mm -hmm. an applicant, for the role that we work together. Um, do you recall noticing a gap in my resume? Yeah, of course. There was a big two-year gap, uh, <laughs> or not a gap, but there was there was a two-year period, I believe, where you'd been around the world, not once, but twice. Um, <laughs> and, and we spent a lot of time talking about experience. Why did you quit uh, your job to do this? And, um, you know, going into details of understanding uh, your motivation basically but yeah. I think what's what was really cool about your experience was not that you went to like Paris and 
London and, and some, some very obvious destinations, but you really, you know, did something um, very unusual. You went to all the places around the world where and lived and, and experienced things that most people uh, don't get the chance to do. And I think that was something that was extra interesting with your experience in, in traveling. Awesome. Thank you. And on that note, like we did talk a lot about my travels during our interview process. So aside from the fact that I like to travel to places off the typical tourist path, mm-hmm. what were you able to gather about me as a candidate from those conversations? Well, I think I gathered that you are not afraid. Um, you are... Um, also, uh, you know, you like, you thrive in, in new environments, taking on new challenges, and, and you're not afraid to, to take decisions that are maybe not very conformist. Um, I, I go, it was called, yeah. And, um, and that also gave me some confidence that you knew uh, at least on a basic level how to effectively communicate through social media and um and that was important for the role that you were in awesome thank you and so i mean granted i was applying for this position with at a travel company do you Mm -hmm. think working outside of that industry you would still see travel experience as an asset to someone applying for a job so i've been working in banking oil and gas education um, and various sectors. And, but they've always been for big, large multinational companies. And, and of course, when you're working for a big multinational company, you have colleagues all over the world, or you're working in an industry which is global, or you're working with um, a product that might be global or suppliers or anything. And of course, it's, it's really, really good to be able to uh, understand your colleagues or clients uh, better uh, and connect with them and nothing is, in my experience, better than having shared experience from, from a place, you know, being able to say, oh, do you know that place? Or, oh, I love how you do it like this or, or something similar to, to that. So, so that's, that's a great asset to have, um, I think, in any, any large organization, at least. Awesome. Yes, I love that. And I mean, I was hoping you'd say that, but I didn't know. We haven't talked about these questions beforehand. So that's fantastic. Um, So as I was saying before, like a lot of people out there do have this dream to travel the world and then worry it will affect their career. So do you Mm -hmm. have advice or suggestions that you could offer um, as to how someone could maybe use time away from the workforce effectively in order to stand out upon returning to the workforce? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, that's a dif- difficult question. Uh, I think everyone's case is individual, and there might be situations where you know taking a break uh, might not be the best career move. But um, in my experience, you know, adding um, something that makes you stand out could also be a great benefit. Uh, I would say try to go either somewhere where somebody, you know, off the beaten track um, or, or try to travel to something that's, you know, relevant for the industry you want to work in. Um, uh, maybe. I don't have any, any, any great advice there, but. Uh, <laughs> no, that is no. great advice. And like, 
kind of just having a goal at the end of it. So if you know that you want to return to the workforce later and you have an idea of what industry you want to be in, like that's important to keep in mind during the course mm -hmm. of the break. So you can sort of pick up on activities and log that in your brain and be like, oh, that's going to be a great topic during, the, during an interview when I come back and stuff like that. So personally, when I first went on this career break, I didn't have a trajectory. I'm like, I am burnt out and I need a break. And I didn't know what that was going to look like. But had I had the foresight that I wanted to go into travel and stuff like that, I mean, I was lucky. But of course, I could have done an even better job focusing my efforts on my travels in order to have like a cohesive story when I was applying to jobs when I came back. Yeah. And so for you, Carl, you mentioned having all working in different industries in different countries over the span of your career. So can you speak about some of the differences and social norms and things that you've experienced over the years of your career, both as a hiring manager and even earlier on applying to jobs and things like that? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the company um, and the people rather than uh, maybe the country uh, to a certain extent. A lot of companies are global. They have very um, standardized hiring uh, processes. Um, something, of course, that's sticking out in the U.S. is that there are a lot of rules regarding discrimination that needs to be followed um, to avoid any liabilities in the hiring processes. Uh, that's a little bit specific. Uh, other than that, um, yeah, there are there are different norms, different you know cultural norms in, in different countries um, in how everything from you know how you dress for an interview to uh which tend to be more formal the most formal is probably when i was in russia the least formal was probably in the us europe was somewhere in between um, but a lot of it is up to the country and uh, the company i mean uh, as well so um yeah um and the industry i mean bankers tend to drift uh, to, tend to to dress differently from 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 uh, some other companies, yeah. That's, yeah, and that reminds me of a funny story. Like actually, when I came to interview with you in person, we had originally had a Skype call, and you invited me into the office, and it happened to be Halloween at the office. But like I didn't realize it because it was the Friday before Halloween. It wasn't actually October thirty first. And like there was this whole group of people dressed as security guards as their Halloween costume. And I just thought that we had really high security in the office. And I, I'm like, I didn't understand why. And so like later I put two and two together when I saw people dressed up as like animals and like Mario Kart and all of that. But it was a really funny day to be interviewing. Yeah. And I was most certainly underdressed as in not dressed up in a costume. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I think we had 10 interviews the whole day. I, I booked a meeting room downstairs and everybody could see a little bit, a glimpse of the wonderful EF culture through that Halloween uh, costume um, thing that was going on. Yeah, Absolutely. It was, yeah, the company that I've had to dress up for the most and not yeah. in business wear, in costume. <laughs> yeah. So, very fun. Okay, awesome. And do you have a favorite question you like to ask candidates in an interview? um yeah I, I 
I, for some reason, I tend to ask uh, people how they differ from their siblings or best friend, um, which uh, makes people think a little bit about their character and having to, you know, compare it to someone else who's close. Uh, it kind of reveals sometimes interesting things that you will get through other regular questions. Definitely. Good question. And you definitely asked me that, but I totally forgot until just this moment. And now I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so great. Awesome. And so Carl, you just let me know that you are actually on a career break right now as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you're spending your time? I know you've gone from the U.S. back to Sweden, but yeah, how has it been for you? Yeah. No, it's been great. It's I'm enjoying it uh, very much. It hasn't been going on for very long, but this summer um, I left the U.S. and um, after having worked abroad for the last 20 years, I felt an urge to come back closer to family and friends. And also it was important for me that our kids were able to learn the Swedish language and um, uh, feel a bit more Swedish uh, than they had been growing up in, in Russia and the U.S. mainly. So uh, that was a big um, driver. Uh, I didn't plan uh, really to take a career break. I thought I'll go back, uh, settle in, and then I'll start a job here. But um, having some time with the kids, uh, pursuing some of the interests that I haven't had the chance to, to do in a long time has also been um, so developing for me personally. So uh, I'm in no rush to jump on a new job, although uh, I do... Um, uh, entertain some conversations in that sphere as well yeah. yeah that's fantastic and so yeah a career break doesn't have to just be to go gallivanting around the world it's time with your family it's time to pursue passions and like being able to take that time to find the next thing really helps make sure you can find something that's right and not rushing into anything so that's really exciting and I'm so happy to hear that for you yeah, no, it's fantastic. Okay, well, thank you so much for coming on today. I do want to be mindful of your time, but do you have mm -hmm. any last tidbits or bits of advice or anything that's popped into your head that you want to share that you think people should hear? I think they should study you and your <laughs> uh, path. <laughs> Show that it works. But it's also, I mean, the, the pandemic has been, of course, a, a revelation in terms of uh, how you can travel and work at the same time. Um, as long as you don't have a family with kids in school and all that, uh, then uh, uh, the opportunities now are, are fantastic. And, you know, there's so many jobs available remote through different platforms. And um, yeah, I'd definitely take advantage of that to a larger degree if I, if I didn't have the obligations I have as a father of three kids in, in school, etc. But awesome. yeah, yeah, um, that, that's something I would um, recommend to do. Amazing. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. Yeah, there are opportunities and possibilities all around us. We just kind of have to open yeah. our eyes to them to be able to see them. Yeah. So thank you again so, so much for being here, Carl. It was so nice to catch up. It was so nice to hear your perspective on these things. I think it's valuable to hear from somebody who's a hiring manager and has can see a career break as an asset. Uh, thank you to everyone tuning in today. And I look forward to catching you on the next episode. A career break is more than escaping reality for a short time. 
It's an intentional break that will help you recover from the corporate burnout, fuel your inspiration through exploration, and ignite your fire for life. The next round of my signature program, Career Break Bootcamp, will be back this December. If you dream about leaving your job in exchange for some full-time travel, but don't know how to get started, this program is for you. You can find the link to hop on the waitlist inside the show notes so that you don't miss out. This is your life. What are you waiting for? Thank you for tuning in to the Travel Possibilities Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I would be so thankful for your positive review on Apple Podcasts so I can keep the episodes coming. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra tips and travel inspiration on Instagram by following me at The Travel Shifters or by visiting my website at travelshifters.com. Thank you so much for being here and I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.